welcome to Backcourt Violation. I am your host, Under the Weather, Eshua Kid, and alongside me, as always, is my brother from another mother who is not a, under the weather, but above the weather, Kobe Horner. How you doing, bro? You took my line, because I was definitely fixing to say, I'm above the weather, so <laughs> I feel great. Um, question, I'm fixing to put you on the spot. Okay, what's up? You got four cereals to choose from. Mm, okay. Honey Nut Cheerios. Mm-hmm. Captain Crunch. Mm-hmm. Fruit Loops. Mm-hmm. Frosted Flakes. All right. I gotta I gotta ask. Which what, one you giving up? What kind of Captain Crunch is it? Just the old plain Captain before he was oops and berries. Oh, so no Captain Cr- no crunch berries. Nope. Get Just out. Just the old Captain Cr- Captain Crunch? Get out. Over Fruit Loops? Get out. Oh my god. Get out. I'm gonna say it one more time. Get out. Why? Get out. Where am I going? <laughs> no, not you, the cereal. Which cereal? Captain Crunch. Just the OG? Yeah. You're not a big fan? No. What makes Captain Crunch good is the crunch berries. Nobody, ain't nobody Captain Crunching without them berries, bro. No, that's how they got their name. I don't Captain even know how that sounds. That might sound real like. <laughs> you would pick that over Fruit Loops? See, I think there's so many other cereals that do rainbow colored like cereal way better than Fruit Loops. Like, Fruit Loops is trash. Fruity Pebbles. See, I love Fruity Pebbles. Tricks. Ah, uh, come on, bro. Tricks ain't been the same since they changed the shapes to all them little balls. See, that's what I'm saying. Which brings me kind of back to my point a little bit, but. No. Okay, you said Frosted Flakes. Honey Nut Cheerios. Goat. Yeah, I'm about to break them down for if you. If I was going to have one, Frosted Flakes is one, and I'm tossing all the others in the trash can. Yeah. So because we'll agree there. Frosted Flakes can never be old. Never. They're the simplest cereal. They're literally corn fr- flakes with, with some sugar. sugar. That's it. And it's okay. You can eat them in the morning. You can eat them for a snack. Oh, you can me. eat them for dessert like I do every night. That's what I'm saying. When you like, dang, I'm hungry. Frosted Flakes. All right. So next, that's that's saying. That's the goat. That's MJ. Okay. That's the MJ of cereals. Well, okay. maybe not, because they're not very flashy. So maybe not the MJS cereals, but like the... I would say like the... The Kareem uh, cereals. Yeah. I'm trying know. to think of somebody not flashy. Not Who's flashy. not flashy, but yeah. it's like consistent. Mm-hmm. Consistent, not flashy. Who is that? Who's somebody? The, Malcolm Brogdon? The today's game? Malcolm Brogdon? The Who? Malcolm Brogdon of cereal, just not flashy. Who's the superstar that... Jokic. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, that's let's keep it current. So there we go. Frosted Flakes is the, is the Jokic of cereals. Yep. Man, this is good. This is good. We're going to make this into a short. You're welcome. All right. Okay. <laughs> Write this down. Um, okay. What was next? Honey Nut Cheerios. Honey Nut Cheerios. That's also not flashy. Now, if you had to say Red Grill Cheerios, oh, get no. out. Again, sugar. That's just the same thing with cornflakes. Just to keep up with the theme of how I'm going so far, you got to have the nut. You know what I'm saying? Honey Nut Cheerios. Yeah. Got to have it. Okay. I agree. That's one, two. Okay. We're gonna disagree on the bottom too. So who is he then? Or yeah, who, who is, is the B? Honey nut Cheerios. Honey nut Cheerios. Who's another? Good for your heart. Very good. Mm, yeah. Who's a good superstar? People love him. Maybe like not Steph. the flashiest. Oh, you and I was there until you said this not the flashiest. Can't be flashy. Steph's good for your heart. Everybody loves. Everybody him. does love Steph. <clears throat> Are honey nut Cheerios more flashy than? Uh, and I feel uh, like the way place. that the B flies around, like it's kind of like Steph. <laughs> I feel good about my pick here. All right, bet. Okay, honey nut Cheerios. Steph Curry. Okay. What's the other one? What's the last one? Uh, Captain Crunch and Fruit Loops. All right. Fruit Loops. Okay. To me, Fruit Loops, very serviceable. You're not getting real tired of Fruit Loops either, to be honest with you. I just know you hating on Fruit Loops, and I don't understand why. 
Because Captain Crunch is twelve times better. So who were you? You booting for loops? Yeah, absolutely. I'm All booting right. the loops. That was enough. We had a uh, good show today. <laughs> we didn't get to talk about the NBA, but this man right here tripping. We did talk about the NBA. Not as we not talked as much about as how I wanted to. I feel like maybe Fruit Loops is like the D'Angelo Russell. You just don't know what you're gonna get. Fruit Loops is D'Angelo without Russell. milk. Yep. If like I can eat Fruit Loops without milk, then we're talking about different. But like when you start adding the the second half of cereal. No, dude. Like, Fruit Loops are delicious. Why are you hating on Fruit Loops? <laughs> I'm just listen. I'm you gonna have bags. you got me all kinds of messed up right now that you take you kicking Fruit Loops out over regular old Captain Cap apostrophe in Crunch without the berries, without the oops. The brown parts of that cereal is like the brown parts of Lucky Charms. Like it's not that bad, but it's like nobody cares about the brown part. When I had this conversation earlier, somebody referred to him as Captain Cuts because that's all you get in your that's mouth. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> As much and see, I I will do it. I will do it just because of the berries. But as soon as the berries are gone, there's nothing enticing me to eat some Captain Crunch. See, they used to be one of my favorite cereals as a kid too. The good yellow box, the red box. Get out of here. I'm the, not gonna derail this conversation anymore. Other than to ask you, do you like crunchy cereal? Or do you like soggy cereal? I know the answer, but yeah, crunch. Okay, my I'm cousin in though. The middle. Like, see, okay. Like I can pour a bowl of cereal and then walk away for ten minutes and then cut them back because I love the milk. That's where we differ. I love the milk too. Yeah, but, but you can't get delicious milk from eating it in okay. the moment it me, touches the bowl. Yeah, listen, how do you pour your, your milk in the cereal? After. I mean, definitely yes, a cereal yes, yes, yes. first because I'm, I'm not about, a sociopath. Yeah, I'm not talking about that craziness, okay. like serial killer stuff. I'm talking about <laughs> like, I want you to lay out the technique of how you pour milk into the bowl because there's a science behind it. And I, I, want, I, want I you pour to it until I see it. Okay. Listen, this is how methodical I am when it comes to pouring milk into cereal because it's got to be crunchiness for the majority of the time that I'm eating this cereal, okay? Okay. You don't want your cereal to float. That's what I've been reading. You don't want your cereal right. to float. You're that kind of person. But See, I'm I'll, okay with my I'll, cereal I don't floating. mind it floating a little bit, but that's what I'm saying. Like, first of all, how much cereal are you putting in that bowl? I, you know You're me. You've seen bowl, my bowls. Okay. Now, see, this is where me and you got different type of cereal bowl. This is a whole conversation. We might not even get the NBA talk tonight, <laughs> to be honest with you guys. This this is... This is I've ruined we, it. We doing this, okay? Listen, when you got a cereal bowl, what is your cereal bowl? You got a gigantic bowl. Uh, yes. I have a monstrous <laughs> bowl. I'm not a refiller. I'm a one and done. Okay, see, I'm... I'm Zion. I'm so one I can, and done, I baby. can take even a styrofoam bowl, but it's got to be a nice little, like, handheld bowl. I don't know if that makes sense, but for everybody listening, I mean, like, if I got my hand... And I don't mean like a Boban size hand either, like you. You got right. a Kawhi size Boban, Victor Wembanyama size bowl hand. Yes, yeah, absolutely. I got to <laughs> use bowl. two hands for yes, my bowl. For your, yes, yes, absolutely. But for me and my little uh, six foot self and 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 basketball fingers, whatever you want to call them, I'm holding this bowl in my hand. All right, I'm putting three fourths up to the bowl, up to the rim of cereal. Okay, then. This is the most important part, okay? I'll, I'll make a video about I'm this if anybody wants to know. Make okay? some notes. This is the most important part. Everybody, y'all listening? Okay, cool, 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 cool. All right. You take the milk and you put it on the edge of the bowl, okay? And you're pouring it in very gently. I see people pouring. They pouring all across the, the cereal. They want all their cereal wet. I don't want that. I wanted to go in this one crevice <laughs> that I have created for the cereal bowl. All right? <laughs> Okay, so now I created a safe space for that milk. That's yes, what I wanted to go. That's what I'm saying. It's drizzling down the side of this bowl. Okay, now a lot of the a lot of the cereal in there is going to get. I'm not even about to stir it up a little bit. Maybe I like a little bit. Okay, I'm not going to like people be doing that. They want all their cereal wet. Not me. Okay, 
These first two bites, I'll be counting them. I'm a little methodical in this cereal, especially I've been on a pops kick. Okay? I think the word is OCD and uh, not listen, methodical. You use whatever adjective you want to use. It depends on the cereal mostly, but I'm, if it's a good crunchy cereal, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, okay. Pops, Frosted Flakes, okay, those type of cereals. Okay, First two bites. First two bites, I want them as dry as possible. That's I need, crazy. I need that crunch, okay? Then after that, I'm like, dang, I really need the milk, okay? So then I might give a couple, all right? Everybody knows the sound you're talking about. Yep, yep. yep. Then I just want to be a good audio podcaster here, okay? <laughs> <laughs> then, what's it, ASMR? And, and then, there you go. You take the next spoonful that has milk on it, okay? And you, I can't do the ASMR because I ain't got the cereal in my mouth, but you can pretend, okay? That now has milk on it. And the rest of the bites should be pretty crunchy until you finally got like half of the cereal gone. There's still a good bit now that is floating, drowning in that milk, right? Because you done poured a good bit of milk in there anyway. So you don't think. When I'm walking to the table, these cereals is overflowing because that's how much cereal and milk I got in there. I just want you to know that. I just want you to know. Look, you've seen my bowl again. Yeah. Like I'm in like a mixing bowl. That's what like I'm saying. That's how I eat my cereal. See, that's, that's insane. And I feel like... My bowl looks more so like the aftermath of the Titanic where all my cereals <laughs> drowning. Just all of them. Just Mine looks like drowning. the Titanic when people are jumping overboard. That's what I'm saying. They're still got uh, more like a, maybe on a life raft. Like yeah. They're still dry. They're still. Some of them are dry, That's but they're crazy. starting to jump. Like I'm, I'm out of freeze framed it. I took I the picture of the Titanic. I taking a bite of dry cereal. No, it's like, got to be those like first two just for a good crunch. Like, just to make sure. Yeah. And some cereal can be soggier than others, but not like Pops. Crunch? Captain Crunch, they need to be soggy here. Else, you're gonna cut your mouth open. Well, that's kind but of. But I'm not. My... I'm not eating it. All right, we'll agree to disagree. NBA, you remember that thing we were supposed to be talking about? Not <laughs> balling accordingly. Uh, yes, or uh, any other acronym that I can't think of. Yeah, that was the best one I could think of, and it was still bad. Anyways, yeah, tomorrow or today, probably because that's when you're gonna be hearing this podcast. It's Halloween. Yep. Before we even start talking about the NBA one more time, are you doing anything for Halloween? I'm leaving. Oh, you're going out of town. I'm traveling, yep. Going down to Orlando for a conference. Gotta love it. Then going to Disney on Friday for the 12th time in three months. Don't rub it in. I'm not rubbing it in. We are Disney adults together. <laughs> you can tell your boys to pound sand. I'll gladly take up my cross as a Disney adult. Hey, man. Yes. I, I love Disney. And that's what I'm saying. I'm a little jealous. I'll well, miss my kids trick-or-treating. It'll be fun. Be a great time. I won't have to deal with all the candy aftermath. Oh, <laughs> yeah, most of that candy gets either thrown away or I eat it. So, what are you dressing up as? A Jedi. A Jedi. For the first time ever. I'm so excited. Which one? Uh, me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Jedi fool. I'm not a character. What are you talking about? I've been down there. I built my own lightsaber. I was just going to test you. I felt like I kind of knew the answer, but you know. I just, you thought I was going to say Mace Windu because he's the only other black person. I slightly <laughs> thought that's exactly where you were going to say, but then judge me for asking. So it's okay. Nope. Uh, anyways, okay. Let's talk about Halloween in the NBA. You've done a great job breaking this down in our little outline here. All right. So take us through it. You said the Bucks. They were a disappearing night last night against the Hawks. They got blowed out. Yes. What I would happened? Punked is what I would say. Okay. Like, that's one you're supposed to win. Atlanta just lost a pretty close one to the Knicks on Friday. Yeah, and they um, lost one before that, too. Coming yeah. in 0-2. 0-2, right? And so that's like, and Milwaukee's at home. Like, this is one you're supposed to win, right? Especially coming off the high that was Thursday night, right? In the in the win against the 76ers, even mm-hmm. though that one was close. 
Um, so of, of course, Giannis showed up. So at, the magician showed up. 26, 11, 3 on 9 to 14 shooting, which is pretty good for him. Yeah. You had 80% from the free throw line. Man, that's a pretty good night for Giannis Antetokounmpo, right? Like, I agree. From a percentage standpoint. Then the rest of the team disappeared. He had a team? He put the blanket over. Whoosh. They were all gone. <laughs> um, Dame, obviously, the big talking point here with six points on two of 12 and six turnovers. Like, that's uncharacteristic. Dame doesn't turn the ball over a whole heck of a lot. Did you Did you watch any of the I game? watched bits and pieces and then watched the highlights. <laughs> The way that Dame was handling the ball, he looked like Jalen Brown going left. Ooh. Yeah. And I know how you feel about that. Yeah, we're not going to talk about it. We're not going to talk about it more in depth. I just wanted to put that out there. If I had a nickel for every time I heard you say Jalen Brown can't dribble, I would have a lot of nickels. Yeah. That's ridiculous. I know how you feel. So that's that's pretty harsh criticism coming from you. Damian Lillard, I've never seen him play. He looked like he wasn't sure. He looked like the Monstars kind of took his powers because he didn't score until the third quarter. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's what's crazy. It was a bomb. And no Chris Middleton no like Chris, either. Yeah. You know what I mean? So now we see kind of uh, what, what some people have been talking about. Like, yes, you got Damian Lillard. But, yes, you also lost a perimeter defender because Drew Holiday's not there. You see what Trey Young and DeJounte Murray can do to your team. Yep. Right? And um, <sighs> Damian Lillard, who wasn't, wasn't playing defense very well, couldn't handle the ball, didn't score. Six points? Six. Six? That is not a typo. Six points. Again, didn't shoot very well. The turnovers. I mean, it was just all around brutal. Um, I mean, the average of the starters was a minus 23 on the court. Like, that's that's crazy. Even Giannis, I think, was a minus 11 or a minus 13 or something like that. Like, that just tells you how bad they were defensively, right? Like, at one point, this was a 30-point game. Like, 17 is not doing it justice. It was like 83 to like 113 or something at one point. Yeah. It was rough. So, yeah, it was not – I mean, this is – the second quarter, obviously, it got it got blown out. You know, it was like a 37-22 to 22 quarter, um, you know, and they just could never – you know, like basketball is a game of runs, right? So mm-hmm. you expect, okay, well, the Bucks are going to make a run, and they just never really did. I mean, you look at the fast break points, it's like a 25-7. to seven. I mean, it just tells you that, like, when the Hawks got turnovers, they scored. Like, they converted those opportunities. Are so you talking about seven fast break points? I mean, the Hawks, I think, had 19-20 turnovers as well. So it's not like they had a small amount. Um, but I do think it was just a game where it was just like there was nothing. Like Giannis literally had no help, and that's got to be frustrating, right? Because there's plenty of people. I mean, they slotted Jay Crowder in into the starting lineup. I mean, that's a pretty good squad, and to only put up that amount of points, I mean, that's ew. yeah. They had a cold night, couldn't take care of the ball. But on the other side of things, like you said, the Hawks they were hitting. Um, they looked good. Trey Young kind of struggled in the first half, got it going later. Um, but. You got guys like Bogey not missing, catch and shoot going in. Jalen Johnson has emerged and started last night. Um, you know, he's he's going to be big for their future in the good. season. So, um, you know, good thing for the Hawks. Maybe they can put it together. I know they're playing tonight. Um, they, they're literally just about to tip off against the Timberwolves. Um, hopefully they can put together a little bit of a streak here. But as far as the Bucks, are you worried? I don't think I'd use the term worried. I just think it was, again, one of those nights where – if you're going to have them, I guess, have them early in the season. Right. Um, but it's just not the kind of not the kind of showing you want, especially early, right? Like you want to start to establish that rapport and kind of get some momentum going. Now, again, they could probably rattle off 10, 12, 15 straight. No one would be surprised, right? Um, so, I mean, again, it was just very ugly, just very much a, you know, Houdini. Like there, right. was, there was nobody Dini, nothing, <laughs> not a thing. Um, yeah, the other thing that I've, of note that I will is it looks like DeAndre Hunter is going to be a pretty good player. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, I, I feel like he's be been pretty consistent, right? even in in the the one and two start. Like he's been a pretty good player, you know, and so I think he's going to be a good complimentary player. I 
I'd like for him to stay in Atlanta, but obviously with the two ball dominant folks that we have already, you got guys like bogey and, and whatnot that also need the ball. So I think it's a, uh, I would love to keep him, um, you know, because again, he's he started off really well. You know, there's times where he's he faded in and out last season, so mm-hmm. we'll see if the consistency is there. Uh, but I do think that you know he could potentially be like a very good third, like third star on this team. I agree with you, um, but I think it's all contingent on like what they do as a unit throughout the season. Because, like you said, you want them to stick around, but if they start this season off like they did last year and we get to like the midway point, get around the trade deadline, I would not be surprised to see this thing kind of blow up a little bit. Um, I'm sure Clint Capella is going to get moved at some point. I'm sure if they don't figure things out with those guys, DeAndre Hunter is going to be a guy that's going to be looked at. Bogey's going to be a guy that's going to be looked at. That could be helping somebody else or, or you know, somebody that's on the fringe of, of, of being for real. Um, so, <sighs> I really, I just really hope the Hawks can figure something out, you know, put it together this season. Yeah, I mean the the good thing is is you look at some of these pieces like people are talking about, you know, Malcolm Brogdon or or Time Lord, you know, getting a first, you know, first round pick back or maybe two first round picks back. Um, you know, that's something that you could potentially get for a DeAndre Hunter or a Bogey, right, to mm-hmm. a contender who's like trying to win now. Now the Hawks are in win now mode, right? Like if you look at kind of the way that their team makeup is. Um, but the Hawks have also drafted pretty well, right? Like you look at kind of, you know, the Jalen Johnson, the Cam Reddish and DeAndre Hunter. I mean, you you look and see what they've done with their picks over the last few years. And like, it's it's worked out fairly well, right? Yeah. Um, Okongwu, I think was a, mm-hmm. uh, a draft pick as well. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I think that they kind of value both. I think they've done a good job. I've been pretty good in the draft. So I could see it going either way. I agree. All right. Well, the next thing you said, first you said disappearing act. Ooh, now you got the... I wish I had that on my soundboard. A massacre. Just a beat What? Just the Clippers beating the Spurs and young Wimby getting his butt handed to him early on in his career by 40. Four zero. That's not a typo either. <laughs> Cuarente, for those of you that are watching this in SAP or Espanol. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was a pretty big drum. I mean, those are the types of games, though, as the Clippers you're going to need, right? Like Their whole thing is... Now going to have to be out to figure out how to rest Kawhi and and PG so that you know they have them come playoff time and this is the way you do it right like you get out to a big lead you stretch it in the third quarter and so they can pretty much sit the whole fourth quarter I mean I don't think they played the entire fourth quarter because they were up twenty five thirty at that point so um, you know it was a a very you know again this one was over kind of from the get go um, but you're going to need that right to get around the load management. So when you're beating them by 40 piece, you can afford to rest your guys and not have to have any sort of justification. Yeah. Um, it's the way the Warriors used to do it, right? Like they'd be blowing everybody out yep. and they get to sit uh, the whole fourth quarter and that's how they were rested and go on to win 73 games. So the Clippers can do that and keep everybody healthy. You, know, you get to see Kawhi and PG and even Russ, um, you know, without even mentioning getting James Harden, which they haven't yet, but of course are working toward, uh, that's how you have a good season. That's yeah. how you go far in the playoffs. So hopefully they can be healthy. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the same thing that the Lakers are gunning for, right? With LeBron, it's like, can we just keep, and even AD to an extent, right? Like, can we keep the minutes? Can we keep the miles off of these guys? Because they are absolutely what we're going to be able to need to get to the point where we can win a championship. Hey, bro, we are not talking about the Lakers today. That's fine. You're right. We are not. They are not going to be mentioned. Not one. T- oh, we just mentioned them now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, Wimby looked, ooh, like, spooky like spooked it was not good i did watch that one and yeah. it just 
it was pretty brutal. Um, just some of those, I mean, dude, they were like pickup basketball turnovers. You know what I mean? Like you just throw a real lazy pass and it's like against decent, they're obviously way better than decent defenders, but like you can't throw passes that Wimby was throwing against Kawhi Leonard and no. like Paul George. Like that just, that doesn't work. You know what I mean? Um, so it was, I mean, he's gonna take his bumps, right? Like this is yeah. the sort of stuff he's got to figure out the pace of the NBA and whatnot. It's a little bit different than it was in o- overseas when you start playing against elite defenders like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and people always talk about like him and Luke and whatnot have been playing against men. And I totally agree with that. The problem is the eliteness <coughs> of the men that you're playing. Right. The, those two in particular, right. Who are like really, really, really good defensive players and will absolutely like smack you on the offensive end as well. Exactly. So, um, as far as they're a young team. Too, oh, so. for sure. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people kind of think, yeah, Wimby's going to come in and, and they're just going to shoot up and they might, right? Like they still got some time to figure it out and put some wins together, but they're still very, very young and got a lot to figure out, not only Wimby himself, but the team in general. Yeah, I mean, again, they, they've got him, they've got Vassell, they've got Trey Jones, like they've just got a bunch of young people, right? Um, they've got uh, Sochan, 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 I always get this wrong. Anyways. Sochan, I think. Yeah. Exactly. SoCal. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so I mean, they've got, I mean, their team is super young. Their coach is super old. And so it's just, it's going to take time to to get to that point. So, I mean, it was pretty ugly though. Again, like watching this game, like it was just brutal of the like bad turnovers after bad turnovers. And the Clippers just capitalized and did exactly what you're supposed to do to bad teams, right? Like this is always the talk. It's like when you play the bad teams, you're supposed to beat the bad teams. And that's exactly what they did. It's good on on the uh, Clippers side of things. Not necessarily so great. For the Spurs side of things. All right, moving on. We have a mysterious category. Nikola Jokic and the Nuggets. Tell me a little bit about them. <laughs> you like that? What a mystery. <laughs> um, yeah, I think the mysterious part about Nikola Jokic is this is kind of a three-part deal. When I When I wrote this down, I was all over the place from a mysterious standpoint. Uh, one, I think it's mysterious. So for me, it, the the fact that he was able to stay cool, calm, and collected and not even tip off the fact that he was looking at the goal, waiting on the referee to hand him the ball um, on that side out, it was just like, for me, I'm like, come on, come on, come on, come on. Give me the ball. Give me the ball yeah. so I can throw it. Hurry up. You know what I mean? And there was just none of that. It was just calm, cool, collective, you know, my horse, Nikola Jokic, just... And Hanging out, pew, throws like a, a just a perfect dime to Aaron Gordon, who props to him, caught it with one hand. Like that's again crazy, but it's just I don't know. Like the mysterious part about this is for somebody who's like who seems I don't want to use the term lazy because that's very degrading and that's mm-hmm. a negative term, right? But nonchalant maybe a better way. It's just crazy the amount of mystery that that like didn't like what ensues after that is just like this cat just continues to be like the MVP. Like, and it's yeah. just in a very nonchalant way. And you just think about like, I don't know the last 30 years worth of MVP and none of them are this way. Right. Like and B Giannis, LeBron, Kobe, Mike, Steph, like none of Derek the Rose. Derek Rose. Yeah. But even not his wasn't nonchalant. You don't think so? No, very like very explosive, very athletic, oh, okay. very you I know what I mean. mean. I see what but you it's mean. his is very much like uh he just rumbles down the floor, right? I would say Joel Embiid's probably a, a close one, right? Because he kind of does the same barreling and rumbling and whatnot, but just not as I don't know, 
I feel like, and Jokic is just smooth. It's just, it's crazy. I, we've never seen anything like this. I don't think. I, I can't recall anyone that we've ever seen that plays this style of basketball as well as he does and as effective as he is. Like, it's crazy. His shot's ugly. His, <laughs> like, his choices and shots sometimes I just scratch my head but then it's like but like it's not even hitting the rim I know. And it's like this is crazy Jokic is on a whole nother level it's wild whole nother level I'm not I'm not gonna be surprised if he wins MVP again like I'm just not and people got he really the should I, right now I think he should like it's crazy he shouldn't have been the MVP last year oh, yeah he just took his foot off the gas oh yeah like um <laughs> I don't even know if that's really the case either. I mean, they did a little bit as a team, but I wouldn't say that um, he wasn't deserving of it. I think I think people just have voters fatigue and they're like, ah, if Embiid doesn't win it now, when is he going to win it? And um, yeah. kind of voted for him. But he should have been last year, and I think he's already made the case in literally a week of play to say, yeah, he might be it again. And uh, we got a long season to go, but right now I think he's my vote. Yeah. Some other mysterious things that happened over the weekend. Um, did you see the mystery that uh, Steph Curry put Dylan Brooks under? It's like a spell. Still trying to chase him and find him and <laughs> chase the, uh, you know, the oh. magician's watch. Trying to figure out where Steph Bro, is. I was watching this game thinking, man, the Warriors are struggling right now. And then Steph Curry, he must have heard me and was like, no, we're not. We just don't care about the Rockets because then he was like, bang, bang, bang. And one of them bangs, right? The fourth bang. Oh, my gosh. Had Dylan Brooks wandering around like, huh? What? He looked like he was Tom Hanks, <laughs> like lost on the island. You That's know what I mean? What I'm like saying. just trying to find his way home. I mean, it was bad. <laughs> like not only to get crossed as bad as he did, but then to like jump on a pump. Yeah, just... And then Steph Curry running back doing the, oh, my God. <laughs> the home alone face. Yeah. Yeah, I heard a debate. You know, they were debating about that on the No Dunks pod this morning. Uh, was he doing the Home Alone face? Was he doing the Super Hot Fire meme scream, or was he doing the, that that one painting with the oh, oh you yeah. know, like the? So that's a good question. Actually, what do you, what's your take? I want to know what you think. Which one? Do you I think agree is? that Steph is too young to think it was the painting. And so it really just breaks boils down to the meme versus Home Alone. You think it's Home Alone? I'm then. thinking it's Home Alone. Yeah, because you and Steph are like year or two apart. Yep. So that's probably where your mind goes. That's exactly where it went. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. 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 I um, was between that and um, the meme. Yeah. You probably don't even know. Do you, you know Super Hot Fire? You know who Super Hot Fire is? I think so. Now I'm going to have to look to make sure that my. Uh, it's okay. You can look it up later. Correct. You can. Um, but yeah, I mean, you had that, and then on top of that, um, then you had the Luca shot, which just again absurd horse like, you know. Oh, I'm called. I call game type <laughs> deal on the last letter. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he's beating you H O R S to H, and he's like, "This is it," and he just throws it up, and you're like, "How do you? What? Do, <laughs> what am I supposed to do with that?" That's just one where you walk off and like, "Yep, I'll just take the letter. I'm out." Would you take the letter? Would you try to shoot it? Well. You know me. I'm okay. Gonna try to shoot I'd probably back. just take the letter. Just I gotta on. try. I'm too competitive to just walk off and be like, "You got it, bro." Like I can't do that. Again, that's another one. It's like it's a disappearing act. It's like now you see it, now you don't. Whoosh! Three points. Eat it. <laughs> you know the nets. Like there's nothing you can do. I mean, and it's in clutch as well. It's like 20, 26 seconds left, twenty one seconds, something like that, and it just yeah. bucket. Nothing you can do. <sighs> Whoa. 
Sorry, I gotta clear my throat. <clears throat> Do you hear that? Yeah, bless you. Gosh. Sound like you're possessed. Possessed? Yeah, it might be because you're under the weather. Oh, yeah. Or you probably, probably are congested. Uh, I think so. Woo. Okay, anyways. You're gonna need to take some medicine for that. I'm saying, dude. All right. <laughs> what you got for us next? How do you want to wrap this bad boy up? Well, let's talk. We had kind of went back and forth on how we wanted to tackle. ESPN rolled out their top 100 players uh, yeah. for the season, right? So we had kind of talked back and forth. And rather than trying to run through every single, like, tens, like, right, from 100 to 90 to so forth and so on, mm-hmm. um, I figured I'd just throw in here the top 10. You tell me if any of these make or don't make sense where they're at. You okay. obviously see who they are, so you see who's not included in the top 10. Just tell me if you disagree with anybody in the top 10. So we'll read them off 10 to 1. So number 10 is AD. Mm-hmm. Number 9 is LeBron. Mm-hmm. 8 is SGA. Mm-hmm. Shea Gilgis-Alexander, for those of you who don't know what SGA means. Uh, Kevin Durant coming in at number 7. Mm-hmm. Jason Tatum, 6. Stephen Curry, 5. Luka Doncic, 4. Joel Embiid, 3. Jokic, 2. Giannis, 1. What's a mix-up for you? Because right off the bat, I feel like they've got one and two in the wrong place. I agree. But I this might I, be recency bias. I think I would flop the two. Both, both of them have won four out of the last five MVPs, Jokic and Giannis. And uh, Jokic, though, like we were just talking about earlier, is so, like, I know, like he's killing the game the most recent, right? Yeah. Just won a championship. The things that he's doing on the court. The same type of stuff that we were saying about Giannis, though. Yep. During Euro steps from half court. Agreed. Uh, throwing up. 50 in the in the finals but i think i would still take Jokic where he's at right now at number one and then put Giannis at two now after that i almost agree with everything else up here except Shea gilders alexander to me as good as he is i'm not sure if he's top 10 right now i don't know that he right now agreed now then you say well who would you replace him with for me I think I asked this question earlier in the year during the playoffs um, about him, Gildas Alexander versus Jamal Murray. And I asked it to my my good friend, Jay Skeets, <laughs> my good friend. Um, anyways, he was like, that's a great question. He never really answered it, though. Me and you had a debate like that same night. Yep. I don't know if we ever really came up with the answer. But yep. for me, I think I would put Jamal Murray in over too. SGA, too, only because... He just won a championship. You yep. know that he can go to a whole nother level in yep. the playoffs. Shea, we've only ever seen in the playoffs like twice. Yep. And uh, what does he do in the playoffs? You know, like yep. he was good as a rookie with the Clips, and he played it with uh, Chris Paul mm-hmm. in that in that bubble run. Yep. That's it. That's all we've seen. Yep. I don't know. What, what do you would say? You. Yeah, I agree. I think SGA and your boy Skeets is probably not going to like this, but I just don't think he's top. I, I don't think he's top 10 yet. Now, it's not to say that he's not going to get there with the next year or two because I absolutely think he can get there. But I just think you start talking about guys like Devin Booker, right, who was just in the MVP. I mean, like, that's the thing right now, right? Like, SGA was fourth, fifth last year in MVP voting, mm-hmm. uh, whereas Devin Booker was kind of in the same place, uh, 21 20 to 2021. Yeah. Cause that's when the bucks won. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I, I agree. I think I'd slot in one of either Jamal Murray or maybe even Devin Booker. The problem that people are going to knock both of them for is health, right? SGA has been healthy. Um, 
Whereas these two haven't necessarily been healthy, but SGA has also been like shut down at random times throughout the last two or three seasons due to exactly. the fact that the Thunder are trying to not win, right? And so if they can put it together this year, then like you can maybe have a conversation, but I just don't know that at this point, at this juncture, that I would have SGA in the top 10 when you start thinking about all the people that you are leaving out of the top 10, which again, these lists are arbitrary, right? Like this is the whole reason that they make them is for us to argue and debate about them, right? Exactly, so, good content. But I agree. I think, uh, I think I'd swap Jokic and Giannis. Um, AD top 10? Yeah, this is where I struggle to. Mm-hmm. Is AD top 10? It's just like, who are you going to put in? But then it's like, are you taking AD over Devin Booker or Jamal Murray? They left him off that list. Would you take AD? I think... I kind of would. That's kind of where I'm at. But at the same time, because so far, even this season, he's supposed to be the number one guy. LeBron has said, and here we are talking about the Lakers, but it's okay. LeBron was like, this guy's got to be the number one guy, and I'm going to take the back seat. I haven't seen him step up and fully do that yet. Just a weekend. He had a pretty good game against the Kings last night, right? Like, obviously, he was a, uh instrumental part in that game being as close as it was. Mm-hmm. Um <sighs> But that happens all the time. Yeah, that's... Where he has a great game, and you're like, he's well, ready. Well, I mean, it was like with the Nuggets, right? Like, he scored 14 in the first half. Yeah. 16 in the first half, and then didn't... Didn't score again. Score, like, but two points, I think, the second <coughs> half? I don't think he scored. Oh, okay. He yeah. might have scored two points, but I don't think he scored. Yeah, like, that's the sort of stuff. It's like Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, right? Like, on one hand, it's like, man, this dude is, like... And this is why people... It just drives people bonkers, is because it's like, in one minute, you're like, man, this guy's really good. And again, everybody's inconsistent, right? Like, there's times, like, where... Steph is inconsistent shooting and LeBron's inconsistent turnovers and missing easy shots and layups and whatnot. I I mean, heck, I watched Kawhi Leonard miss a wide open layup yesterday. Okay. Um, But yeah, the the streakiness with AD is the only leeriness that I have with him. Otherwise, I think he's probably... Would you take AD or Steph? Oh, I'm taking Steph. Okay. Yeah. Just trying to say, if he wasn't so streaky, I don't know that I would slot him in the top five. Everybody Luka's else is so reliable on this list. Giannis, Jokic, and Bede. And Bede's been very reliable oh, over for the sure. past few Agreed. years. Luka. When you, you know say reliable, you're talking about from a health standpoint health or just and, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. showing up? I agree. But more so even showing up because, sure. um, you know, everybody everybody knocks AD for not playing. But I just mean like in, in, in being there on the court yeah. and, and producing. I don't disagree. Um, so, yeah, Giannis, Jokic, Embiid, Luka. Steph Curry, even like the Rockets game yesterday, wasn't having a great first half. I wasn't having a great game. And then he was like, oh, yeah, let me put y'all to sleep for The real. game is close. Yeah. So like, Allow me. Shut up, you know? No. <laughs> so it's like, you know what you're going to get from him. Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum is the kind of guy who can have a terrible game. And then, like, what did he do in the playoffs last year? Humbly, I'm one of the best players in the world, right? right. Like, he was booty cheeks. Right. And then was like, all right, look, they need me. And turn it on right at the end because that's something that you do. Anthony Davis, you just really never know. You just never know. Like, even when the game is close like that, does he have the switch? Sometimes he does, but it's very rare and a lot more rare than the other guys on this list. So, yeah, yeah that's why I wanted to ask you that question because I, I don't, you never know him. Yeah, he just defers a lot, right? And that's tough to do with LeBron because LeBron, I don't want to say defers a lot as well. Although it's been a little bit flip, obviously, the start of this season. He's been very good about putting his head down on the fourth quarter and, like, getting to the bucket, right? But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's just – it's hard. This is what – these are our arbitrary. You're right, man. And guess what? We're out of time. That's a wrap. <laughs> that is – You need to take some medicine wrap. for whatever you got going on in your voice, your throat, whatever Bro, that is. I don't even understand, like – Oh, man. 
it just it just comes and goes about the right, and I just don't even know what it is. But anyways, thanks for joining us here at Backcourt Violation. We really appreciate you guys joining us. For Kobe Horn, an extra kid. <laughs> Have a happy Halloween, everybody. <laughs>